The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. More on the portal discussion, the holes uh, in the roster, where you go. Evan Bland with us from the Omaha World Herald to kick off Hour 2. At Evan Bland, O-W-H, on Twitter. And Evan, it's been uh, an eventful first hour. Uh, a lot of listeners in the stream and on the phones uh, talking about the, the quarterback. We heard from Rule before the end of Hour 1 with his presser today. And once your assessment here, uh, we'll start off with just over, overall, what'd you take away from, from Coach Rule's talk today, the, the 30 minutes plus he gave us, a lot of good good uh, items uh, to hit in there. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, first of all, I think it's worth mentioning that it's kind of unusual um, to have an end-of-the-year press conference like that. Usually the season wraps up and coaches head off into recruiting and you just kind of go on to the next thing. And he, you know, I, I think it was another reminder that Matt rule really um, puts a high value on communication and, um, you know, sharing things with the fan base. And so he did that to a pretty high level for, like you said, about 35 minutes today, um, assessing the season, talking about roster churn uh, quarterbacking and the portal and other uh, adventures in the transfer market um, you know who, who might be coming back from the current roster who's not so yeah I thought it was it was all pretty informative to me kind of the the big picture takeaway was when he said his mind's already on to year two right the Black Friday was almost a week ago, and now it's about um, it, trying to assemble what that roster is going to look like for next year, getting down to 85 scholarships, uh, kind of figuring out what that personnel is going to look like, and then eventually, once things settle down a little bit, sort of assessing uh, more of the football piece of things, what Nebraska did well, what it didn't, how they're going to adjust. So uh, just sort of on the precipice of a really busy month of December ahead with the transfer portal opening, signing day, early signing period next month. So lots going on, but uh, definitely appreciated Matt Rule taking a little time to break it all down today. So let's talk quarterback here, and the numbers were put out there for uh, Nebraska fans with the, the going rate for, for quarterbacks, right? Uh, between $1 and $2 million, and – there's got to be frustration in the world of college football where, say you've got a good kid that's been kind of working but behind the scenes or had a really great year where you've uh, put the time in on the trail, you got him ready, he goes out there, balls out, and uh, cha-ching, here comes um, your, your uncle from the uh, the SEC. Kidding, SEC, sorry. But uh, <laughs> there, there's a McDonald's bag full of money, and uh, now it's all legal. And uh, yeah. that guy you've spent time and, and sweat and effort in developing is no longer on your roster. Uh, that's the world you live in in college football now because of NIL money and portal and transfer opportunity. But, you know, what's what's Nebraska's best step forward, in your opinion, Evan, with that quarterback group? 
Well, you know, first of all, what what Matt Rule said today when he was asked about NIL and the portal, he said the one thing he's against is teams buying players off of other rosters. And that's like you, to your point, there's there's been some of that going on. You look around college football, certainly, and you see some examples of quarterbacks who are uh, into the portal and committing elsewhere as grad transfers uh, before it even opens in mass next week. So there's definitely uh, a lot of behind the scenes work already going on, communication between a lot of schools. Um, you know, Nebraska situation, it'll be It'll be interesting. Like, there's so much that we still don't know. I mean, Matt Rule said, for example, to, that he's meeting with Jeff Sims tomorrow. He doesn't know his intentions yet, whether he uh, will stick around at Nebraska or go elsewhere. Um, you know, uh, he, he made mention of the fact that Heinrich Harburg, a year ago, wasn't allowed in quarterback meetings from the previous staff. Like, that's just kind of what their opinion was of him and his future at that position. So he's still pretty early in his uh, process and, and, and Chubba Purdy, you know, rule again was pretty complimentary of the ceiling there. So you would figure that at least two of those players would stick around. Um, and then you've got Daniel Kalen coming in from Bellevue West. He's been committed for a number of months now. And yeah, I mean, whatever emergence from the portal, and it seems like there's a different name every day. And it's possible that that name's not even in the market yet. I mean, because again, if you're, if you're not a grad transfer, your coach hasn't, uh, you know, left your program, you're not even able to enter the portal just yet. So we don't have even a full scope of what those names could be. Uh, it's interesting. There are, there are already a lot of really interesting names in there. Some long shots, some with previous uh, connections to Nebraska or to Matt rule, Jerry Bohannon, for example, uh, from, from South Florida, he was a Matt Rule recruit and the headliner recruit in his 2018 class, and it looks like he's going to have one year left somewhere. So guys like that, you don't know if uh, if that would be an answer for a, sort of a one-year transition sort of situation, or if Nebraska is going to double down on on a, a multi-year starter, somebody that they can develop over the course of a couple of different seasons. So uh, where the still the full picture is still coming into focus. And I think they're just at the early stages of it. So my take from what Matt rule said today was they're still uh, very flexible on what that's going to be as the information comes, uh, you know, comes to become evident. Evan, the, the two thoughts I had with Matt rules comments about the, the transfer quarterback today, I want to get your thoughts kind of briefly before I ask you a question. One is that either Matt rule is trying to drum up some additional NIL support from the powers that be in Nebraska saying, you know, $1.5 million open up the checks checkbook folks, or he's trying to undersell over deliver. And if he ends up not getting a portal quarterback that he likes, then he's kind of set the expectations low. And if he does get one, then great. I already said how difficult it was going to be. Now I'm, I'm over delivering by bringing you a transfer portal quarterback. So my question to you is if we get to late May and Chubba Purdy, is the presumptive starter at Nebraska in the fall? Do you think Husker Nation revolts? What do you think the reaction to that will be? Well, you know, I, I think it's going to depend on how things go between now and then. If he has a great spring and balls out in the spring game and, and the offense looks different and it takes care of the ball and it, you know, cleans up so many of the mistakes that we saw this season, then you could you could make a case for it. I mean, he was a highly rated recruit out of high school, former four-star kid from Arizona. So, like, the pedigree is there. Obviously, everyone knows what his brother's doing in the NFL. So he's from a, a pretty good gene pool in that regard, too. Uh, again, I think a lot of it's going to depend on who ends up 
in the portal. I mean, who's who, who are we talking about? Like the high-end guys, a lot of them already know where they're going. That's pretty evident. And, you know, you can have a, a bunch of money, but you still have to have the quarterback pick you. And so, like, it just, it's a matter of finding that match. And, and that person may not be there now. That person may not be there until the spring. I mean, that's when that second round of, uh, of, of roster movement occurs is after the spring. And depth charts are a little bit more uh, visible, and, and you go from there. And um, so, you know, we'll just have to kind of see how that goes. That's what it was for Casey Thompson last spring, if people remember. Like, that, that was a move that uh, didn't occur until the spring and then. So, like, there's just so much that's going to go into it between now and then. And, and, you know, you talk about rule in his press conference today. I always get the sense when he's talking to the media that he's really talking to his players. And so to me, that was not so much a, Hey, let's raise the money because I think Nebraska has the money. It's, it was more uh, a vote of confidence for his players, a vote of confidence for um, development that, that he's been able to hang his hat on as a head coach for the last decade. Uh, and maybe, you know, uh, uh, something that could be, um, attractive to somebody who is in the portal who wants to be developed at Nebraska over the next couple of years. So that's kind of how I see it. Uh, you know, again, we're we're less than a week removed from the end of the regular season. There's uh, a lot of time for things to sort of come to light, uh, and, and we just got the first taste of that today. Evan Bland with us from the Omaha World Herald at Evan Bland O W H on Twitter, talking Nebraska, the portal quarterback and uh, into the uh, air quote off season, if there is such thing. And when, when you look at this Nebraska development mindset, this philosophy, I, I believe with what I've seen that the team can get better. The turnover has got to get stopped or, or drastically dialed back on because that held you back. But do you think that there's, what it takes on, on staff offensively, and, and Rule was kind of asked this uh, when it comes to, to duties, right? I mean, he's assessing all of that. The plan was to have a quarterback's coach. Didn't have that in year one. and uh, You might have it in year two. You may not. But can, can whoever's in that quarterback room, portal or not, get, to the re- get, get uh, seasoned to the level they need to be at to go win ball games? I mean, what's your confidence level like uh, moving forward with that? Does Nebraska have what they need uh, coaching-wise uh, on – staff right now to get better at quarterback i mean i think matt rule believes that they do and and that's kind of the thing that matters he he pretty was pretty clear about that a few weeks ago um you know this idea he, he was saying back then of, of firing someone starting over with different terminology and uh you know resetting every year he called that ridiculous uh, especially as it pertained to marcus satterfield and some of the close losses that nebraska's had but, you know, it will be interesting, and Rule did say today that, like, as much as he thought his staff did a good job this year, that will be part of the evaluations that he has when things slow down a little bit, once once the portal, presumptively, once the portal closes and, and they're able to focus a little bit less on the roster and some of the other things. But, like, you know, you've got, you've got Tony White, who's interviewing for jobs, who it looks like, or, or it he did not get that San Diego state job today. That was filled by Sean Lewis. So, um, you know, maybe Nebraska dodged a bullet there, but that's that, you know, his name's going to continue to be on the market this off season. And then as rule said, like the vision offensively originally was for Satterfield to coach tight ends and be the offensive coordinator and have somebody else 
be uh, the quarterback's coach, and it didn't work out that way, and <clears throat> they hired it a different way. So what do you, you know, how do you potentially restructure that in the offseason? Um, you think about Josh Martin, who was promoted to full-time tight ends coach before the season. You know, what, the, what's, what happens with him? Does he stay in that role? Does he move back into more of an analyst position where he was? Like, these are all things that Matt Rule's going to have to, figure out and decide to try to maximize, uh, especially on the offensive side, what this thing can be. And as it pertains to turnovers, like as rough as it was, and man, was it rough. Like I also think it's one area that can flip pretty quickly and look no further than Northwestern. I mean, they cut down their, their offensive giveaways by 21. They went from 30 to nine. And it was a huge reason why they go from one and 11 to seven and five. So like it can happen. It's not, uh, this far-fetched idea that Nebraska can cut down on some of these things. And if some of that comes down to coaching, then maybe that's something we'll see reflected in these moves in the months ahead. It's Evan Bland from the Omaha World Herald with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. And Evan, let's switch gears here, talk about Nebraska's recruiting victory of last night, Grant Bricks from Logan Magnolia out in Iowa. He's going to be a Husker, assuming he puts his pin to paper here in a couple of weeks in the early signing day. And I'll get your reaction to that. Just how big of a recruiting win is that for Nebraska? Yeah, it's, it's huge on a number of fronts. I mean, anytime you beat Oklahoma, Kansas State, Alabama, for the services of anybody, it's notable. Uh, and then you add to that the fact that it's at a position like offensive line where it looks like Bricks could, you know, 6'6 and, and 290 has the body of a college tackle for a number of years. Um, that, it's huge. It's, it's, it's a, a testament to the message that Matt Rules put out there. Uh, it's the biggest recruiting win for Donovan Riola as offensive line coach at Nebraska. Uh, you know, I talked to Bricks this morning about it. He said Corey Campbell, the strength coach, was a big part of it too, and his track record of getting guys physically ready to play at a high level. So that all goes into it. Um, the fact that it's the uh, number one recruit from the state of Iowa at a, at a town in Logan, Iowa, that's just 90 miles from Lincoln. Like that's all key stuff. And, you know, you, you look to it as Nebraska tries to, to rise and be a contender in the big 10, like it's going to start with owning both uh, lines of scrimmage on the offensive and defensive side. And I think we saw a lot of that, defensively this year and you look at what this offensive line could be uh in a couple of years as it as it transitions throughout uh, you know transitions over from some of its current starters that are going to be out by 2025 i mean bricks is a guy if his if he lives up to the potential that he has right now could be a multi-year starter on the edge for nebraska down the road so uh competitive kid really explosive run blocker um you know his, his high school team really doesn't pass at all so it's hard to know what uh, his skill level is as a pass pro, pass protector right now, um, but massive win for them for sure. Real quick, Evan, we'll get you out in about 60 seconds. Carlon Jones, are you surprised that uh, he decommitted? Uh, not necessarily, and Matt Rule kind of alluded to that today too. I mean, when you identify somebody first the way Nebraska did and, uh, and then they blow up for their senior year, um, bigger schools are going to come calling, and that Ohio State, um, offer and, and in visit clearly made a difference for him. And uh, I think that's just going to happen sometimes when you're uh, a team like Nebraska that does identify its own talent. Um, you're going to hit on some guys that uh, you're probably not going to reap the benefits of 
of uh, making that identification. So, uh, you know, not ideal. That was a guy that Nebraska would really like to hang on to in its class. But as, as Rule said today, too, I mean, they have a lot of work to do to get down to 85 scholarships. And um, not that you want to lose a guy of that caliber, but if there's a silver lining in it, it's, um, you know, I guess one step closer to figuring out what this roster will look like next season. Evan, we'll give you a shout next week. Always love talking ball with you. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Evan Bland, with us from the Omaha World Herald. Take your calls and comments. We'll get to more of your thoughts in the stream yard. Can always watch the show and rewatch the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and uh, more from Matt Rule. Hale Varsity continues powered by Cornhead Logger.